his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Hey now, welcome to Overnight America. It's not Ryan Recker, it's Michael Kelly and John Hancock hmm. sitting in for Ryan. We'll be with you for the next six hours. Mr. Hancock, happy Tuesday. Right back at you, big boy. Uh, Thanksgiving just around the corner. Very exciting. Well, it's a strange Thanksgiving, right? I mean, uh, I know you've uh, talked a lot about the fact that you're not going to be doing uh, Thanksgiving with your big family. I'm not doing right. Thanksgiving with my family as either. I'm just having a small Thanksgiving with just my mom and I. Uh, you're mm. doing it with just the small nucleus of your family. And uh, it's going to be strange, but it makes me remember all those great Thanksgivings of the past. How about you? Well, yeah. Um, it reminds me when I was a kid, you know, I grew up in Berkeley. So we had uh, we had a house in Berkeley that was, I want to say it was probably 800 square feet. You, you walked in the front mm-hmm. door and their living room is there. And then a very small kitchen down the hall. There were three bedrooms and one bathroom. That was, uh, that was always a challenge. And, uh, so I, you know, I had a brother and a sister and I was the baby and, and, uh, on Thanksgiving, um, Usually we would go to two places. So we'd have people come to our house and um, lots of activity in that tiny little kitchen. And then we'd go to my grandma and grandpa's house. They lived in University Heights in U City and they actually had a dining room. So uh, they would expand out the table and our family would come. My mother's sister and her family would come and there would be, so she had five, six, we had five, 11, 12, 13 people. And, um, and that was, that was Thanksgiving. And we'd, we'd have the, we'd have the dinner at uh, grandma and grandpa's house. And then after dinner, grandma would go to the piano. She had the Baldwin Acrosonic right there and she would sit down and grandpa would get on the drums, quite a good drummer. And, uh, and we'd sing and we'd start singing Christmas carols and, uh, old songs, uh, that we, that we'd all sing together and grandma on the piano. And that's my memory of Thanksgiving. And, and, uh, tomorrow or Thursday is going to be nothing like any of that. No, I'm with you. And, uh, but with 13 of you, that would have been hard to put you all around 
one table. Were you able to get around one table? With oh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, we made it. In fact, in fact, my grandmother's dining room table right now is in storage. And as soon as my uh, daughter and son-in-law buy their first home, which hopefully will be soon, uh, that table will be in their house and they'll be hosting Thanksgiving. So it's kind of neat the way the that generations awesome. flow. Yeah. Yeah. So Thanksgiving has always been, you know, I have, I have a big family, my five sisters, my mom and dad, um, my aunt Leslie, who's on my mom's side, and we would always get together and uh, enjoy um, Thanksgiving uh, as a big family. And as things grew, uh, we had boyfriends who later became husbands, and then we had nieces and nephews, or to my parents, grand, great-grandkids that would come. And John Hancock, uh, we we started to have television or um, uh, table segregation, right? So you oh, had yeah. the oh, yeah. adults' yeah. table where uh, you know mom and dad and Leslie and and Daryl and and the older uh, kids would sit around, and then there was the kids' table, which of course I still sit at to this day. Um, being <laughs> because the because one. <clears throat> because you would be the one out of the six that uh, is solo. Out there, yeah, you're, I have chosen a, not to reproduce. Gratefully, yeah. uh, humanity thanks me. Um, so far, so and, far as we know, yeah, so far as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those are great Thanksgivings, and I remember my grandma and grandpa's being there before they passed. And um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little bit different this year. Uh, it's gonna be hard. Uh, I guess we're gonna FaceTime and call and. And share, but you know, I was thinking back to Easter earlier today, and if you remember Easter, we were in the height of the lockdown during right. Easter. Now, yeah, of course, yeah. President Trump said that we would we were going to be open, and the virus would <laughs> would disappear by then. You just but, can't help um, yourself. You just can't no. help yourself. Well, it, because I'm just pointing out the truth. But uh, well, you, I remember um, um, the 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 famous tenor that sang on Easter Sunday. Um. Uh, oh, what's his name? I? Yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, oh, what's his name? Huh? Bocelli. Um, Bocelli. And, and the entire world. Andre. Andre Bocelli. Him, Andrea Bocelli. But I guess the entire world will sit around, or the entire Americas will sit around and watch football. I'd love to know what people's favorite Thanksgivings were of the past, and and how this Thanksgiving is going to be a little bit different at three one four four three six seven nine hundred. 1-800-925-1120. Come on, folks. Let's do this show together. Let's talk a little bit about Thanksgivings of the past, how you're planning on dealing with Thanksgiving socially distanced from your family, or or are you socially distancing? A lot of people, John, are saying, hey, I'm I'm still moving forward with Thanksgiving plans. Yeah, and they, they expect there's going to be a, a further outbreak of COVID because of that. And, you know, we're very close to a situation where the hospital beds are full, the ICU beds, the um, ventilators. And, you know, people still have other conditions they're dealing with, whether it be heart attack or stroke or they fall down the stairs. And so, you know, this is a particularly difficult time for the healthcare establishment as they as they prepare to deal with what may happen as a result of larger Thanksgiving celebrations. Uh, as a nation, we're going through all this together, really for the first time. I mean, 100 years ago, nobody was around uh, for that pandemic. So this is, uh, this is a case of first impression for so many people 
and we're grappling with it as, as a community, as a, as a city, as a country, as a, as a world. The whole world's dealing with this. So, um, you know, folks just need to be careful out there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Just uh, one follow-up question about sitting at the kids' table. Uh, yeah. When does a 45-year-old male get to leave the kids' table and, and, and move up to uh, one of the, the more prestigious tables? Well, that would be when Mrs. Kelly strolls into the uh, picture, uh, your bride, <laughs> and uh, you bring you bring your bride home and introduce her to your sisters and their husbands and your mom and uh, Uncle Daryl and your aunt, and uh, that that's when you you advance to the uh, grown up table. Until then, pal, you're uh, you're stuck at the kids table. What what what's Mrs. Kelly's first name? Is it Charlize? Is it Miracle? Is it uh, what is it? Well, I may have identified her, and she may be joining us later this hour on the Voice of St. Louis. So, so let me uh, let me telegraph a little bit, folks. What's coming along? When we come back, we're going to visit with a business owner, uh, Dennis Ruckman. He owns Advanced Environmental Services. He received a PPP loan and just received a letter from his accountant saying he might have to pay taxes on that money that he used to keep his people employed. We'll visit with him. After that, we're going to talk to Nancy Shear. She's the general manager of one of my favorite restaurants here in West St. Louis County and <clears throat> could be the future Mrs. Michael Kelly. Uh, I've kind of I've kind of <laughs> picked thing. her out. No, I picked her out. Uh, she's going to join us, and we'll take your calls about Thanksgiving memories. Michael Kelly is here. John Hancock is over here. It is Overnight America on the Voice of St. Louis News Radio 1120, KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Hey there. Welcome back to Overnight America. John Hancock alongside Michael Kelly. We're sitting in. For Ryan Recker, he's taken a few days off around the holiday season. So many businesses have gone through so much during this COVID period, and so many businesses took the PPP loans, the Paycheck Protection Loans that the government put out. They said they were going to be tax-free. That's not so clear now. And joining us on the KMOX guest line is Dennis Ruckman. He's the president of Advanced Environmental Services here in St. Louis. Uh, Dennis is a fellow that I've known for quite a few years. Dennis Ruckman, welcome to KMOX. How are you, brother? Hello, John. How are you? I'm great. Uh, so before we get into the, the nitty gritty here, uh, you're a fellow North County guy like I am. Grew up in, uh, I think you grew up in Ferguson. Um, Talk about how you started your business and, and how it's grown since you started it. Yeah, so I started my business uh, personally about 16 years ago uh, after being in the remediation business for about 16, 17 years. So going on right about 34, 35 years in the business and being on my own for 16. Um, so what we are is we're a local remediation contractor. We do a little bit of some construction work, some concrete polishing, but I'm a you know union labor contractor in St. Louis, employee 25 to 30 guys year round. And, uh, you know, clients such as BJC, VA hospital doing a lot of government type work. And so, and you've built that business. It's become quite successful. And, uh, 
you know, I I, uh, <laughs> I dropped my daughter off at your house a, a couple of years ago, and you got all that really fancy stonework out there, Ruckman, and I wrecked my car backing down the driveway. <laughs> well, that was your own fault because you can't back up right. Hey, Doc. <laughs> that That's would be just the start of his driving issues. <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct. So it's you probably find after yourself- like a long night of playing snooker. <laughs> so you find uh, by the way i made a 43 uh, 46 okay, break tonight come on i don't, I don't, oh, I don't nice. talk. yeah thank you uh, so um so you've got your business it's rolling and here comes covid and you know the the jobs dry up the opportunities dry up and here comes the government in with this ppp loan and you applied for it uh, tell us what happened next yeah so you know, we're rolling into February, March, have a pretty decent backlog. Um, you know, basically the, the, the bidding dries up in, uh, you know, March, April, May, June. You know, my revenues are down about 45% right now. Wow. And, you know, we still managed to keep 25 guys employed during the pandemics. But here's here's kind of the scenario of what happened. So we... We apply for the PP loan. Let's just use a round number. Let's just say $500,000 I was eligible for. So what the government says is we want you to employ all your employees, bring back 95% of them, and employ them and pay them even if you don't have work. We don't want them on unemployment. We're going to give you this money that's going to be forgiven if you use the money properly to make your payroll, your union benefits, your health insurance, you uh, pay your rent, your utilities, and for eight weeks – if you spend all that money, you're going to be able to apply for a forgiveness loan and the loan is forgiven. Okay. Week seven rolls around after we're using the money for payroll only for uh, rent utilities. And then they extended it from eight weeks to to 24 weeks to the end of the year. So we were like, okay, great. We have some cushion now. We're trying to spend the money wisely. So we ran into about 13 weeks of payroll and uh, rent for two and a half months to spend. Let's just say that round number of $500,000. So I haven't applied for my forgiveness yet. We're still waiting for my accountant to give me the heads up on that. But in the meantime, somewhere about late September or November 3rd, as I'm hearing this from another person, the government comes back out and issues a clause that says that the total money is not taxable gross income, but you cannot deduct the expenses that were incurred, which they told us what the expenses were going to be, and that we have to pay taxes on this loan now. But there was never given anything in the loan forgiveness. So they've changed their minds on. So what they basically have done to every small business, and that's who I'm representing, calling myself, my buddies, and I know hundreds of people that own their own business. So basically they gave us this money. Let's just say I'm in a restaurant, for example. They closed me March, April, May. I can't open. I opened up 25%, then 50 Let's just say the restaurant got 200 grand. They were closed the whole time. They're paying their employees, their servers, their bartenders, their cooks to stay at home. And they open back up. Then they shut back down again. And then the government says right around the election time, oh, yeah, at 200 grand, you owe us 30% of that in tax. Well, those people haven't made any money this year. Those people are completely in debt, probably struggling to make rent payments. So So basically – so basically, the government gives you uh, a pot of money to keep your people employed, to keep them off unemployment, uh, keep their health insurance rolling. And you take that on good faith. You spend the money. You keep your people employed. 
and uh, trying to figure out how you're going to make your business work through this pandemic. And then after several months go by, you find out that, well, maybe it's not tax-free. You're going to have to pay taxes on that money, and here you sit. Um, That sounds like a horrible situation, Dennis. Yeah, so it's almost like a bait and switch. And I'm calling my accountant this week and my my banker saying, is this this can't be true. There is no way that they can do this. This will put 50% more of the people that haven't gone out of business out of business. It's just, it's the most unfair practice. I mean, even for these government folks to even say this and stick this in our face at this point, after we've gone through the pandemic and we worked our butt off this year to basically hardly make anything, we're just trying to stay afloat. Is for them to even come out and say it is the most unbelievable thing to my mind it makes me not even want to trust the government even more after this election whole deal it's like are you kidding me yeah and and they were the ones who encouraged you to go spend the money on those things uh had you known you were going to pay taxes you'd have held back some of that money to pay for those taxes how much are we oh, talking yeah. about on a let's call it around five hundred thousand dollars what, what are we talking about that suddenly a business owner has to come out of pocket when he's been just trying to keep his business afloat Hundred hundred and fifty thousand. Good lord, man! I, I would have to get a loan to pay that back, and it's just impossible, me. So I even called the FBA during the process. So I had two examples where I had one employee that was at home because he had a sick daughter, and the wife was working from home. And he calls me and says, "Hey, man, I can't come in. I need to help watch my sick kid." I'm like, "That's fine. You stay home, and I'll pay you. The government is giving me money to pay you. That's what they want me to do. They don't want you to go on unemployment." I had another. Um, warehouse guy that had a heart condition, I paid him for 13 weeks full salary to stay at home because I didn't want him to come to work because he worked for me for 25 years and get the, get the virus. So I was like, just stay home. I'll pay you. So I was even calling the SBA, my banker, is this the right thing to do? Right thing? Yes, yes. Pay your employees with the government money. And now the government wants to tax me on the free money they gave me. I'm like, what? This is impossible. Right. The, that doesn't make any sense, and and you're going to be left holding the bag. Uh, wh- what exactly does the the accountants and the FDA say to you? They have to be hearing from tons of small businesses saying, "Hey, that wasn't the knockout punch. This is." Yeah. So what what one of my banker buddies told me tonight was businesses that opt to make a they're opting to take a if this happens they're opting to take a two year loan at a 1% interest rate, because that's what the PPP loans, if you had money left over, you're able to keep it at a 1% rate. And now what's going to happen is all the banks are could get stuck with all these loans. It's going to tank the banks because the banks are going to be stuck with all these loans at 1%. The banks don't make money at 1%. They make money at 4%. Well, it is going to be a mess. And, um, you know, there's still not a, a second stimulus uh plan that's passed through Congress, and we've got an incoming administration and people like Dennis Ruckman, who is the president of Advanced uh, Environmental Services, are kind of left waiting to see what happens. Uh, I'm going to pursue this story, Dennis. Uh, we're going to talk to some members of Congress. We're going we're to visit with some people and see uh, what their thinking is as it relates to small business owners like you. But uh, you're, you're in a pickle, brother. And, yeah, I mean, uh, so what, what I'm what I'm recommending to all my small business buddies and owners is I'm going to reach out to my congressmen, my senators, whoever I can reach out to and just need to express some emails to them, phone calls. They need to get flooded with concern because a lot of, 
lot of people that are struggling really bad, John, they, they don't even have a glimpse. of you're, They're not even hearing about this because I think people are kind of a little bit dumb with social media and the news. They're, just, they're pretty set up with the government right now with what's going on. And, I mean, I, I'm trying to block it, but I'm pretty engaged with what's going on in this world. But, you know, right, when I hear this, after what I saw the last three weeks, I, I'm super disappointed with my government. I mean, I, I, until, like, I never have been before at the age of 55, John. It's a very disappointing event we have in front of us here. 55. You had to rub it in. Uh, he's Dennis Ruckman. He's the president of Advanced Environmental Services. He's got a big issue that affects so many millions of people in this country. Dennis, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, when we come back after we get a weather forecast, we're going to visit with a restaurant tour and see how they're weathering the storm of being shut down. All of this as a result of the COVID virus. We'll talk about that after this on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Get ready for the debut of Billikens basketball tomorrow night on KMOX. Yes. It's good! At the buzzer, it's good! The season starts with the Billikens Classic as they take on SIU Edwardsville. Tip-off at 6 on the voice of the Billikens, KMOX. Hey, y'all. So, uh, Mrs. Claus, my beautiful wife, Georgianne, who uh, spent all day yesterday putting the lights up and the reindeer in the front yard. Um, she had to work today. So she went into her job that she does a couple of days a week and she spent the day at work and she said, uh, order some dinner. So I did. Picked up the phone. I called my favorite restaurant, Michael. Masses in town and country. Uh, uh, Masses, of course. They know me well. And uh, I had some... Uh, well, let's see. I had a little. Well, uh, let me guess. Did you get the Pepe medallions? Not tonight. Not tonight. Oh, whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, tonight. I uh, had a little calamari fritti. Uh, had a little lasagna. Their lasagna oh. is phenomenal. Um, totally. Maybe a little side of broccoli over there. Uh, uh -huh. Georgian got the white fish because she's she's trying to watch it and she's doing a great job. And um, so I pull up. You know, the well, did, rain's did, coming. Wait a minute. Want, you went to Masa's and nobody got pizza? 
or Correct. Uh, pasta? Correct. Tonight. Tonight. What tonight. about pasta? Any pasta? Well, that'll be that'll be two nights from now. It, it'll happen. Two nights. Okay. So right. I, I pull up there outside of the masses of town and country, and out comes uh, my good friend, the general manager there, Nancy Shear. And oh, uh, I've seen her. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> of course you have. Uh, and joining us right now on the KMOX guest line is none other than the general manager of masses, Nancy Shear. Nancy, how are you, kid? I'm great, and and thanks for that, Michael. <laughs> I have. I I've been customers. to your store right there, at, uh, and you guys have a great place and great food. I love masas. I'm a pizza nut of yours, and I I also will uh, partake in the pasta. I wasn't a health nut like uh, Mr. Hancock was. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Mr. Healthy. <laughs> uh, so, Nancy, you guys are you've been shut down by the county executive. Uh, you can't have indoor dining. And uh, so what's that been like? You, you went through this back in March and April. Now you're, you're doing it again. How's the business surviving? I, you know, it's tough, John. Um, you know, we're a family-owned restaurant. We have five locations. Three of us are out. Three of us cannot do the dining in because of St. Louis County rules. And, you know, it's tough. I've got, I've got a lot of employees that are special to us. We're a big, you know, family Um People worked for us for a long time. I've had the same crew for a long time. Um, we didn't hire any third parties to, to do any carryouts for us or deliveries. I used my full-time employees to keep their jobs. Um, you know, it's tough. It's the holidays right now, and it's doubly hard, you know, when you're, try- when you're trying to keep everybody's jobs, and it's the second time go around. Um, you know, it's, it's tough. It really is. And we have just a lot of support from, you know, new and and old customers that have just been tremendous in keeping us alive here um just being outstanding understanding you know you may you know we have to follow the rules you got to wear the mask in and out to the bathroom everything so it's been tough and and here you are and this is a this business has been around for decades and um mm-hmm. yeah it has and you've got these these great employees there, and I, I know many of them. I've seen many of them, and they're struggling through this. Uh, how long can you all endure this shutdown before you got to throw in the towel? You know, that's not something that we like to think about or talk about because, of course, you know, of the fact that we've been around so long. You know, uh, everybody knows who we are, where we're at, all of our locations, and and we have a following. We have you know, a lot of people that come, you know, specifically to come see the employees that work here. And to, of course, the food is outstanding. Um, so we're going to stick it out. We're going to do the best we can and follow all the rules because that's what we've been doing. It's, it's just unfair. You know, um, you can go 10 miles to the east and 10 miles to the west and be in a restaurant full of people. Yeah. And we're smack in the middle and we're being shut down. It's just, it's just seems really unfair. So Nancy, we're, we're doing the best we can. Nancy, it's, it seems this is the time of year too for restaurants, right? It's kind of starts with Thanksgiving and goes through the end of the year. This is when you guys pick up a significant chunk of your business. Uh, and now being left to only curbside alone, uh, it's going to be hard to make ends meet. I mean, with uh, such a huge percentage of your business happening around the holidays. Oh, you're right. You're exactly right. I mean, a lot of, you know, 
I'm not going to speak for everyone, but a lot of uh, restaurant employees, you know, most of them are work, you know, paycheck to paycheck. And the holidays are the biggest time of year that everyone really depends on the holiday, you know, being, you know, the big rush, being full restaurants. Uh, you know, we decorate, you know how we do that here. We really go oh, all yeah. out. We love, love, you know, having the holiday spirit. We have a lot of parties. We've had to cancel several parties in December. Um, it, 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 it's taken a toll. But, um, you know, like you just said, it's the holidays coming out. And, it, and if they keep us closed for the next three weeks, that would be a week before Christmas. Wow. So, how, you, you know, know it, it, it's, one, of, one, yeah. of the, one of the reasons that I have chosen so wisely uh, not to go on a diet is that um, it, I've taken it upon myself to keep these restaurants in business, ladies and gentlemen. I, uh, <clears throat> I order a lot. I eat a lot. Uh, I tip a lot, and uh, and I'm doing my part for these restaurants. Uh, Nancy, oh, what, a, what a humanitarian! He's yeah. up there with Mother Teresa, isn't he, Nancy? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so in, in my love it. in my fatness, I have uh, I have done my part for masses. Now, uh, the the menu, Nancy. Let's uh, let's get into the menu a little bit. So, folks, if you if you're in West County. If you have not experienced oh. masses, or they're, they've got five locations, they're everywhere. They're North County, they're in the uh, Ellisville, St. Charles, they're yeah. everywhere. Um, so um, my own personal go-to uh, when I have to go to, which I try to do once a week, are the Pepe medallions. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us about the succulent foods that masses has for the masses. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, all of our um, sauces are, you know, homemade. We yes. do um, the pep- Pepe medallions. You can get two or three and they're yes. tenderloin medallions. It's yes, been a rich peppercorn cream mm. sauce <laughs> yes. and it's served with, you know, a side. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not in your mouth right now. You can just think about it, right? <laughs> yeah, so you get the, you get the broccoli on the side, which is good for you. You know, I have a little broccoli, yeah, but I always have a lot of, yeah, yeah. we have a lot Go of ahead. different vegetables. We have uh, broccoli, mushrooms. We have sautéed spinach now. Yeah. Um, several added added things to the items, and then we we also have a bistro medallions, the blue medallions, and medigas Ooh. too. Oh, the yeah. medigas, yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. phenomenal. I'm not a blue cheese guy, so I that you know I'm out on that deal. Uh, but a lot of mm-hmm. our listeners might like that. And then and then a side of your fettuccine Alfredo. I don't like to talk. Um, <laughs> it's phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you, are the you back there? Are you back there cranking out the noodles as we speak? Listen, I, you know, I sold so many noodles tonight. <laughs> yeah. It was every, and Pepe's were really popular tonight. So we mm. still are getting a lot of the carryouts. But uh, yeah, we have steaks, we have shrimp and, yes. and uh, chicken dishes. And yes. I mean, we have it all. We get and they have some of the best St. Louis style pizza. Oh, the pizza is amazing. And, mm-hmm. And you know, John, I, I, I'll, I'll probably run a lot of people away, and they'll say it's disgusting. But what I like to get from Masta's is a Masta's house salad. Yeah, it's a an best. extra mm-hmm. large pepperoni and pepperoni pizza. How about mm. that? Mm. Extra large pepperoni and pepperoni pizza. I used to get it from the Bridgeton location. Sometimes the St. Charles location. It's such great food. They have that thin crust pizza. Amasa salad's perfect. Uh, what, what, what are we trying to do here? Make ourselves 
well, hungry? Well, I just yeah, ate exactly. a ton. I just ate a ton. I mean, I don't want to tell you what I just ate. It was a ton. Uh, but Nancy Shear, the general manager of Masses in Town and Country, uh, they are, well, they need our business, folks. And, and get out there, order order that curbside. Nancy will come out herself. She'll come out oh, yeah. uh, order no, a cocktail. I try to meet as many people as I can that pull up. Yeah. I love, I'm coming love out, Nancy. Everyone that comes in. <laughs> I'm coming out to meet you. Oh, yeah, boy. we do. Get uh, ready, Nancy. Too, so. Get ready for yep, this guy. Well, That's all I can I'll tell you. I'll be ready for that pepperoni pepperoni pizza for you. <laughs> That's Mr. right, Michael. girl. I'll be there, girl. I'm on. All right. Masses Town and Country, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, when we come back, uh, Thanksgiving memories. Uh, when you were a wee young lad or a lassie, uh, 436-7900-1800-925-1120. We want to hear from you. It's Michael Kelly, John Hancock, Overnight America on the Voice of St. Louis, X. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. Hey now, it's Hancock and Kelly sitting in for Ryan Recker on this Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And you know what Thanksgiving also reminds me of? Not only those awesome times with our family, but it's really the start of the Christmas season. It is. And John, do you remember the, um, you know, I feel bad for kids these days, and this really isn't something that's COVID uh, took away. It's just changing times. But when I was a kid, Thanksgiving meant that we would start to get the windows down at Famous Bar um, and Famous Bar downtown. And they were more than just windows, right? You would go through a, a long procession of old uh, toys and trains, and then ultimately we would get our picture taken with Santa Claus when I was there a kid. Was. And there I, was. I remember that. Did you, did you do that? Did you go down to the? Yeah, well, we did. did uh, we did downtown. We also did Northwest Plaza back in the day, and uh, and Santa was also there. He, the amazing guy, this Santa. Um, he would show up at uh, at Macy's downtown, or at Famous Bar downtown. He'd be at uh, Famous Bar out at. Northwest Plaza. Uh, a little later on, he would show up at Famous Bar at uh, Chesterfield Mall. Uh, the guy is is, is amazing, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he was everywhere and a uh, little chubby guy. Yeah, I remember the the experience at Famous Bar downtown. I'm curious as to if others remember uh, the uh, Christmas displays down at Famous Bar downtown. Three one four four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. You know. Uh, my mother gave my father for Christmas one year a copy of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch from when he was a child. Mm-hmm. And they they had taken a photo. One of the photographers for the Post-Dispatch had taken a photo of all the masses right after Thanksgiving at the windows, uh, checking out the windows in downtown Famous Bar. And who's there other than my father and his dad? Oh, wow. So we had that framed, and that was, uh, you know, I always remember my dad telling stories about getting the windows at Famous Bar. My mom told those stories. Maybe uh, I never have had the pleasure to um, uh, to go through uh, the windows up in New York City, but uh, I'm sure that's a special experience as well. Be interested if anybody has ever done that. Oh, have you have you done the windows in New York City? In Chicago. So Chicago in our wedding anniversary is December first, and we used to go to Chicago every December 
to celebrate our anniversary and we'd go down Michigan Avenue and all the shops there and, and uh, the Christmas decorations. It's uh, remarkable. Of course, they'll kill you, kill you now in Chicago. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was quite something. And, you know, all those memories, you think about it, uh, they come back and here we are living through COVID when, you know, I guess you can say we're making a memory that we'll never forget in 2020. Not necessarily a great one, but it's certainly uh, going to be different as we all go through this together. Awesome. Let's go to the phone lines and check in with Michelle. Michelle, you're on Overnight America with Hancock and Kelly. Hi, guys. You just hey. brought back some amazing memories. I can't believe oh, you guys are old enough to remember that, truthfully. Michelle, I'm so old, you wouldn't even, I mean, I'm old. <laughs> well, at this point, maybe old's good. No, I remember taking my granddaughter down there. I didn't know about it, but then I found out there was breakfast with Santa. Right. And do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't have enough money to have breakfast with Santa. Uh, we we were lucky to get, you know, like a breath mint with Santa back in the day. Tell us your experience, it was, Michelle. It wasn't, it wasn't that expensive. It was wonderful. And I when I was a young girl, it was, oh, my gosh. It was to look back on it now and to think about what it was. I feel sorry for our kids. I yeah. really do. Yeah. But anyway, you know, we'll make some more good memories if we get through yeah, this. Michelle, so do, I'm going to hang up and listen to you guys. Thanks. thanks so much, Michelle. John, do you remember uh, that there was like, it was like going to Six Flags, but you were indoors at Famous Bar and you, oh, yeah. you kind of proceeded through and there were robotic, uh, you know, Santa Clauses and there were robotic. Uh, well, the trains, the trains, I remember the trains, I remember the trains and it would yeah. take several hours to get through line. Oh yeah. You know, that was, yeah. that was awesome. Remember when we first started on the radio, uh, the, the international society of Santa Clauses, uh, was having yeah. a, uh, they had, <laughs> they had split. Remember that? Right. Yeah. So, they, they, they had a schism. Yeah, inside the, their ranks. Yeah, so you had the real bearded Santas that were on the one side, and the Santas that had the fake beards were on the other, and they were fighting about uh, the treasury, how much you know money was there, and so forth. And we <laughs> interviewed. Remember that we had both sides, yes. and uh, they were on the air together. And these two Santa Clauses, they took off after each other, brother. It was. It, I mean, it made Donald <laughs> Trump look like a little kid. They were going after each other. Oh. The real bearded Santas. Uh, that was back in probably 2009. Uh, hopefully they've worked that all out by now. Uh, he's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. We want to take your calls about Thanksgiving memories, Christmas memories, 436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. We'll be back after this on Camel X. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.